Hey, yo, it's your boy Clue World, and I want to welcome you to Levels to this podcast. I'm grateful for you being here. I'm grateful for you taking time to listen to your boy wherever you are in the world. I appreciate you. And with that being said, we're going to have an amazing conversation today with one of my bros, a guy who I really appreciate, who's been an enhancement to my journey and me getting to the level that I'm on. But before I even get to that, let me just tell you a little about Levels to This. Levels to This is a podcast where we gain knowledge, understanding behind how people got to the level that they are, because every level is different. No level is wrong, but every level is different. And this man's level is pretty high up there. I've seen this man grow in so many ways, and it's been an amazing journey for me to watch. It's so many times I see this man doing his thing. I'm inspired by him. And we have a really funny story of us coming together, but we'll get to that. This is Levels to This Podcast with Clue, and I want to introduce you to my bro, Mike Phillips. Mike, what's up, bro? What's going on, man? What's going on? (laughs) Thank you for having me on. Hey, man, I'm grateful that you had the time to do this because you're a busy man, man. So I had to be like, hey, my first episode had to be with the person who helped me grow this idea a person that always has pushed me which is you you've been the guy that i've had very in-depth conversations with and i wanted to do something like this but you were the one that was like yo you should get doing and i was like i guess you got an idea right there (laughs) and here we are bro like after bouncing stuff off of you like equipment all that type of stuff but we're not even here for that we're here to figure out the levels to this we're here to understand like exactly who you are what you do and um the level you're on so with that being said tell the people who you are mike oh man i'm just i'm just a dude that uh i'm a man of many passions i'm a man that uh you know uh i'm a man who gets bored easily I'm a man who has a very curious mind and I like to try different things. I like to, uh, you know, put myself in a lot of uh, different situations that challenge me. But yeah, I'm Mike Phillips, born and raised in Miami, uh, professionally known as Mikey Phillips. Shout out to uh, Mike Phillips, the sax player. That's the homie. Um, But yeah, um, Started my journey as a, a recording engineer uh, and a drummer, and then kind of told those lines for many years. Ended up going on tour as a drummer with Janelle Monet. Uh, I was with her for a while, and then went from there uh, to produce a few things and uh, also do some some live playback and stuff. So right now I'm still doing live playback with a few different artists so yeah for sure it's a little sure. snapshot what's going on a little quick quick <laughs> yeah. what's funny is the way that i met you was through playback and yeah. our story is pretty funny because i remember um we called this amazing man i call yoda um we called him and asked him like yo we ready to do this playback thing for this artist that i'm working for and um i'm thinking maybe he may come but he sent he sent you yeah and um 
it was an experience. It was an experience, but it wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault, yeah. bro. I was under a lot of stress as oh, a musical I know. director. I know. And I apologize to you day in and day out. <laughs> <laughs> because one thing that people say about me is like, Clue is so mean when you first meet him. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just very like observant. I watch people. You know what I'm nah, saying? Like, nah, nah. And you, you, <laughs> you were so stoic, bro. You mean and you judgmental. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> am I judgmental or am I kind of like yeah. at first? Hell you like who nah you gotta prove something to me before I'ma wow. show up and buy like yeah, hell yeah. You might be different now. Um nah. My and my bro then. LJ. My bro LJ <laughs> called me out about that one time before. So yeah, you're right. But also, based upon this, right, it comes from some type of trauma. So if I've been traumatized in some type of way, that's when I kind of like be like, oh no. But but, here, but here's but here's here's what I chalk I chalk it up to like you 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 hold yourself up uh, to a high standard, right? And you like to make sure that anybody around you associated with you is also reaching a certain level and a standard so if you don't know anybody then with that mentality it's only natural to be like where you at with it let's see let's see if you if you can hack it you know what i mean so in hindsight i ain't tripping in the moment i was like boy you don't get your ass out of here but well, yeah <laughs> right well look at us now like i i love yeah. you like Straight up, of course. of course, straight up. Because we both was we're both we both were coming into a situation a scenario that it was kind of like tooth and nail, and it was like that's one thing about the industry and just us as musicians and and how we work with people. Like depending on your traumas and also depending on your work ethic and how you build your your character out you look for that in surrounding areas with people and sometimes i guess sometimes i use it as a way to be like meet me where i where i am and we can have a conversation there because if not i have a problem with yeah. kind of like reading people where they are and then i just be like okay that's where you at and i can't do nothing after that but that, i'm gonna work on that god is working on me nah you good <laughs> you good i mean it's who you are you know what i mean no, it's who that. I am. It's who I am. So basically, yeah. the story is when we got in rehearsals, we was not we was not messing with each other. Like it was just like he needs to get this right. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna also apologize. Any musical director, any musician who does not deal with playback, I dare you to do it. Because once you do it, you will understand why things are delayed. You will understand why things take certain times. It blows my mind knowing playback now to the smallest degree that I do. And I see yeah. artists and people get frustrated. And I'll be like, nigga, you get over there and try to do what you asking. That's the thing with that particular that particular show was interesting. Uh, that particular show was interesting because um there wasn't enough time in the schedule and the budget to um to get the playback uh session together and right. when it was handed off to me um 
there were a lot of things like not on the grid. There were a lot of things like that just weren't right with the session before making edits. And then we went straight into rehearsals and was like, all right, we need to make this edit, this edit. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And I'm just like, <sighs> and also, and the other thing is, at that point, I was fairly new to Ableton too. That was true. So, yep. And the, and the set, I think that that session was built in digital performer and then moved over to Pro Tools. And then who had, who had programmed it, they didn't know Pro Tools. So they dumped everything in Ableton, but didn't do it properly. And so when I got to it, it was like, Wait, what's 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 over here what's happening and then the session was huge it was like 60 gigs and the computers weren't operating that session properly it's also it was just so remember much that another playback person was giving you a session at the same time because you was getting it from that's Panda. what i mean and yeah. that was i didn't even i feel so bad that's because I, mean. I never understood that technology part of it all I all I was was a drummer sitting around knowing that we've done a lot of stuff and it's not getting done. So in front of all of these great people, I apologize over and over again. Oh, you you I mean, we know what it is. We know what it is. But like I think I think for me it was uh coming from coming from the system that I came from, like as a musical director, I could I understood the pressure you were under. You know what I mean? Like because I, I had a similar experience coming through like putting a whole tour together you know what i mean that we had to do we had to build out playback we had to build out programming and all this stuff um and and through that situation they didn't have budget to bring in outside programmers i had to do it myself you know what i mean so i had to do that and then i had to you know do it with the the playback guy that was there and so we was just like it's me and him putting it together and so so i understood in that at that time like i understood the pressure you were under and i understood uh in a very brief moment that that management relationship you know what i mean wasn't a supportive one of what needed to be happened of, of what of what needed to happen to make this stuff right so i quickly got to see that like eh, they just they don't know what it takes they think this is easy and they just gonna 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 bomb on anybody that you know basically they feel isn't you know and not you but the powers that be you know what I mean right because as a musical director everything points to you when it comes when it comes around to any type of music portion of what's going on it's it's my fault like even when we were having problems right. on the road right I was the one who had to explain things even if I didn't understand sure. it. But at the same token, like, had I known what I know now, I would have probably been able to explain it a, a, bit, a bit more and also get them to understand, like, yo, like, yeah, you're paying a person to do a job who's doing the job. But without ever doing it yourself, you don't understand what it what it takes to do this. Just like I may not understand what it takes to write a record even though that's a lie um <laughs> you know yeah. there's certain things certain about things. what they do that i don't yeah. i don't understand and there's a lot about what i do that they don't understand you know what i'm saying yeah. but i met you through playback then then to later on after i'm gonna be honest 
I remember calling your employer and being like, yo, this guy is not it. Like he he seemed like he don't want to be here. This, that, and the third. And your employer, William Burke, who I can't wait to have on here. He literally, that's why I call him Yoda. He got me to understand that just because you don't understand how to utilize this person right now, you don't throw them away. Number one. Number two, do you trust me? Because I've given you somebody that I know can fulfill what you're asking for. Not a discounted person, a educated person. And to later find out you were the perfect person the whole entire time. But unfortunately, when you're in a certain seat, there's so many different stresses. There's so many different expectations that will make you end up just trying to get rid of things that you can't you can't control or you don't understand. And I'll never do that again because I learned that lesson like. But y'all, y'all whole team, y'all had gone through, y'all had gone through the mud together. Right. Yep. Y'all whole team, y'all, y'all had really built this synergy between you all like together uh, with the last playback guy, you know, who's also a brother of mine. Um, And. You know, I also did that with my team previously. And so I understand what it's like to build with a group of people. And it's like, this is what we do. We go above and beyond. No, they're not paying me for this, but I'm going to do it anyway because it need to get done. We'll do, we'll do, we'll. And then I come in and y'all are expecting me to replace this guy and everything that he brings to this team. Right. And I'm coming in and I'm like, First of all, <laughs> I don't know none of y'all, and I didn't come up with y'all, so I don't have this obligation to go above and beyond like y'all do. Now, if we if if y'all talk and we convince and y'all convince me <laughs> that I need to be this kind of team player, I'm down to do this stuff. Right. But if you if I'm coming straight in. And y'all like, nah, this is what we do. I'm like, that's what y'all do. Like, <laughs> I don't know y'all like that. I don't know y'all niggas. Like, I'm coming to work and I'm going home. Bro, like, the, let me tell you the coldest thing about you. The coldest thing about you is like, like you said, we were fam. We had this whole like thing built out. We had yeah. this family thing. You, bro, I remember there was days when we were like, oh, yeah, it's cool. We're going to stay on the bus. You're like, I'm getting a hotel. I'm Hell not. No. This is not that type of party for me. And I was just like, oh, for real? That's how he doing it? He don't even want to he don't even want to be here. And that's that's what I felt. But it wasn't necessarily that you didn't want to be there. One thing that I learned with you in time was you came to do a job first and foremost. And because you didn't understand the synergy and it's 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 a thing that we it's a process we all have to go into is buying into what's going on and understanding how things are built a certain way and that's based upon the entry of everything and i i know for me if i had been a bit more attentive in my entry to you you probably would have got it quicker but the fact that i treated you as a work for hire a person who was hired on you worked like that. You worked under those circumstances. Like, nigga, we ain't friends. We working together. We ain't even on the same bus. Don't talk to me like that. 
but also, <laughs> but 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 also, you know, let me provide also a little context. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, I I do these I do these jobs and these roles not because I have to, right? But because I'm curious about these spaces, like. Like something about me is that I'm I'm a person that takes chances. I jump I jump in the deep end of things, whether I'm prepared for them or not, because I know that I'm gonna swim. I don't sink, right? right. So I'll jump into a role that I'm not necessarily qualified for, because I'm just curious enough to be like, well, what's over here? What should I do it? And so playback was one of those things for me. I knew engineering. I knew, you know, the live space. I knew all this stuff. So I was just like, I ain't never did this playback thing, but I don't have to learn nothing for real to get, at least that's what I thought. I don't have to learn nothing for real to be able to do this. Like I could jump in. And so that was one of the things, like I jumped in the space and ended up in this role. But I have I have management experience. I have A&R experience. I have vocal production experience. I have artist development experience. Obviously, I have production experience. Like I have all of this experience in various roles in in music. So coming in that particular um, gig, all of this is is in the back of my head, and I can walk around and see stuff because mm-hmm. I know all of this stuff because of my background, right? right all the right. experience that I have, and so. I'm watching, I'm watching how money is getting spent over here. I'm watching how money is getting taken away over here. I'm watching how money is getting made over here. I'm watching all of these things, right? I'm watching who's, who's walking in at what time I'm watching. I, that's just me. Like I'm, I'm one of these guys. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and so you, so you can't, so it's, it's hard to, to tell me and I believe you that there's no budget for this. It's like, oh, you don't want to spend over here, right? And so when we talking about accommodations, right? Then I'm like, I don't want to hear it because I'm watching this merch sell out every day. Now, I understand how merch deals work, but I'm watching this this food budget that's that's skimpy over here, right? <laughs> and I'm watching I'm watching this person, you know, have access to shower rooms and laundry and these other people and so i'm watching all of these little things yep. and i'm like you're not gonna do me like that and every camp you're does it be- every camp because, does it because i've i've gone through it i've experienced it with you but for me in this role nah i don't know you and you're not making me feel welcome you gotta pay me right right you're not even trying to build a rapport with me. Not you, but the camp as a whole, right? That's right. Ain't absolutely. no welcome. Ain't no talking. It's like, yeah, we might pray before a show, but everything outside of that is like you're on your own. Yep. Right? Yep. You know what I mean? Because you had so clicks, you had family, yeah. Not even clicks. We it's just it was just But it's that. It's like it's like the management team walking by you and won't speak will will walk the other way to not speak. You know what I mean? Like any Trash. issues or any any grievances that are happening. Like, They're not talking directly to you. They talking to somebody who needs to talk to you. You know what I mean? And so, and so I'm just like, and you want and you want me to take this L for what? I'm a grown ass man. Like you want me to to sleep where and not have privacy for how long? 
You know what I mean? Bro, I do know. I- <laughs> so, I, so that so that's a little background on like why that was my initial position mm-hmm. and why ultimately, you know, William supported me. He was like, "Well, what you want to do?" I was like, "Well, this is what I'm doing." So, yeah, yeah. He's and like, I, All right, I'll support it. And that, that that's why he's such a great leader because great leaders understand that I can they they can either come down on their person or they can help build their person up and bring comfort to their person and analyze the situation and figure out how things can can marry itself together and also i don't know god probably spoke to will and was like it's gonna get better like they they having a moment right now but trust me it's gonna work out and that's knows, exactly he what knows it did people he yes. knows like these situations he's been around for a long so yeah we get it and even and even me like i wasn't so married to the idea of like being upset at at that camp i still spoke to the management every day you know what i mean i still whatever even in all of this stuff because i know that people change things change but at the end of the day it's just like man this business man like we can we can we can want to help all we want we can be friendly and all this stuff but my time in the business understands that somebody's making money somebody has ownership and somebody and like these buses getting paid for these bus drivers are getting paid for whoever's providing this food they're getting their money you know these venues are getting their money so people are eating but somehow i'm on the side that i can't get my money that's a whole nother conversation bro because a lot of uh, a lot of people like i said i i feel like another thing that cultivated this podcast was how people seem to see things through a um a window shopping perspective they yeah. see all of the stuff that we're we're able to do the things that we're able to post this that and the third but they don't understand what we have to go through to make the product and sustain the product that they're looking at through that window they didn't know yeah. if we had to get this piece from here this piece from here if we had to uh bite the bullet over here if we had to um literally lay down and die for a second and be resurrected like they don't know how that stuff happens and it's not to say that we're money driven but we work in an industry where our work is usually given before we're paid and it's not saying that every industry is like that because if you're working a nine to five you work for two weeks and then you get paid you know bi-weekly but what's crazy for us as artists is there's times i don't know if y'all know you'll do some work and you won't get paid for months i don't think mcdonald's is doing that where you where you where you at mcdonald's or you working at you know this hospital and nothing i'm not no shade to those that's great nine to fives I, i i have all respect for anybody who works nine to five but i really want people to understand a lot of the finished product that you enjoy and see is unpaid for that's a whole yeah. nother conversation. Yeah, I mean, there's there there are very few industries that work with that kind of uh, business model. Um, I don't enjoy it because it leaves so much room for people to be taken advantage of. Right? If your business ain't tight, you're gonna get got. Period. Yep. Every time. You know. Every what I time. Mean? And 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 I don't like that. That's even a standard of this industry. You know what I mean? But it's it's so hard to because it's, I always say this is the Wild West. Like everybody do what they want to do. And because everything is is contract based, you can literally 
write whatever you want to write in the contract if you're the one holding the bag right yeah you're the yep. one dangling the money you can do whatever you want to do you know right. what i mean so it's, it sucks it does it does it does man but We'll get back. We'll get we'll get on those subjects again because I know we're going to get back around to them. But for those who don't understand playback, what can you break down like what playback is and the factor of what playback plays in the entertainment industry at this point this point in time? Uh, playback. Oh, I've never had to explain it. I feel like somebody can probably explain it better. But well, this is your version. This is your version. This is your level of understanding. At this at this point, playback is the show, right? Playback if playback is the heart and the uh, and the cockpit of the show, right? Um, from playback, obviously, you have the music and the audio of the show but uh lighting video pyro um uh even the artists they're all locked into this playback right so playback is basically um the music uh that can be uh played out of this software whatever software you have pro tools ableton digital performer um and through that there are syncing files that can sync to the lighting board syncing files that can sync to the video content um click files that can keep the the singer and dancers uh in in time with the music um and if that computer stops and goes down then everything stops and goes down, right? So, Man. Um, so playback is literally the show, um, and and it takes um, it takes a really good operator and a really thoughtful operator to be a good um, playback engineer. Now, there are operators out there that are not engineers, right? Mm. There are people that can put a, a Ableton session together and they can do it and make it all beautiful. Um, but if you ask them to do some engineering, some, some you know, EQ and some compression or some effects and ask them to do all of this real engineering work, a lot of them are gonna go down in flames. You know, that's why a lot of operators enjoy Ableton and not Pro Tools and Digital Performer. Right, um, right. But engineers, um are able to do multiple things because engineering is transferable so it is um so playback is one of those things that like every show has at this point um they all look slightly different every show looks slightly different but they have uh, all the same elements now in playback there's a way to um, have stems in, and what stems are like individual tracks like you have you know your bass your drums your keys your vocals and all that kind of stuff and basically you can send those out different outputs out of your audio interface to hit both monitor and front of house console on separate faders 
so that they can blend properly whatever they need to do. Like if uh, they need to bring up vocals on this part, then they can do that. If they need to affect the drums separately, they can do that. Um, and so that is the most common uh, way that playback is used in terms of a music space is being able to send out stemmed uh, music lines to the front of house and that way the front of house can blend them properly and the audience has a very unique audio experience as opposed to them only having the two track of right. the song you know that we hear on the radio or whatever on spotify so and because yeah and because that that two track is coming through so many kind of like portals that we don't understand it strips a lot that makes you have to do yeah. that so playback gives the front of house guy full control if a band is not there he literally can mix as if a band is there depending on the amount of stems that he has and how he has everything set up um yeah do you feel like as a playback guy well more than a playback guy but in your posture of, mm -hmm. of playback do you feel like playback is um is the new dj uh i don't think it can replace a dj okay i think it can supplement a dj if used properly i think there are people who would like it to replace a dj um but um if used properly it would be supplemental for a dj i'll say got it got it because for me i mean we both we, we both have noticed the de decline of djs uh the decline yeah. of um uh, um you know well, I, well, it's a decline. It's a, it's a decline of DJ. So now, playback to me is a fifty-fifty world of musicians who know how to do playback or partially do playback, and actually playback techs, people who actually yeah. um, who are because another thing that you guys understand, you may never see Mike, but you will hear Mike because yeah. of his position in the game. Um, even for those who don't understand, like. I mean, people come to shows, they don't understand where the music starts. They don't know who right. cues it. They don't even know if the artist is starting a song. They don't know right. how. Um, it's it's amazing because I'm a show watcher. I used yeah. to, I'm a huge YouTuber. I remember when I was um, getting ready to go to college, I was watching um, like Usher live. And I remember there was one moment where the lights linked up with his hand and certain elements happened. And I was just like, this band is smacking. And how are they getting all of this right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it, a lot of it is technology and, and computerized and yeah. also understanding how much weight is on those that are not seen because yeah. the band can pick up a good band can pick up what may go haphazardly wrong with you guys but that's you guys have so many like backup plans and those backup plans have backup plans but if you technically if you're not techni technologically savvy yeah you're <laughs> you're dying a slow death yeah it's tough it's tough because 
you know, that's that's what that's what makes this thing so tough. It's like there are guys who it's one of those things. It's one of those things. Like I'm grateful to have the experiences that I've had, right? Because it makes me good in this role, right? As a musician, I'm able to hear certain things that are happening in the band and I can let that inform me how to properly edit what needs to happen in the session on the fly, right? Like I yep. remember I remember I was doing, well, this is, this wasn't a band situation, but I was doing uh, this thing with uh, Ray Shrimmer, right? Mm-hmm. With Sway Lee and Jimmy. And so we're doing... I think it's like Rolling Loud or one of those, right? So we're doing mm-hmm. a show and the finale song is both, right? Sway and Jimmy. For whatever reason, like Jimmy is nowhere to be found. So they start, so we start the song and they going and Sway going, he up there and the DJ runs off stage and he run to me. He like, he's like, yo, which version is this? I'm like, it's the, ver-. he was like, it's, Jimmy on this version? I was like, yeah. But he's like, he was like, oh, no, man. Oh, fuck, man. Fuck, man. No. Oh, man. And I'm like, what's up? He was like, man, Jimmy gone, man. Jimmy gone. And I'm like, gone where? He's like, he gone, man. He gone. He was like, ah, okay. He was like, all right. so, so, So maybe we can fade out before the outro. And I'm like, nah, man, that outro too big. Like, that's it. And I was like, we got to tell. If we do it, we got to tell Sway in his ear. And so we just bouncing ideas back and forth. And I was like, you know what? I got it. Don't worry about it. I got it. Don't worry about it. And he's like, what you going to do? I was like, don't worry about it. I got it. And so we going. And and we going right to the part where, uh, uh, where Jamie's verse is about to come in. Right. right and so sway on stage and he's looking around and he's looking for jimmy and you and he like put his head down he's like oh man <laughs> and so i'm counting and so i'm counting it's like one bar before we go in and so i'm a drummer so i know uh-huh. how to count these bars and beats right and so i put the cursor right it's in ableton so i put the cursor right on the right on the top uh, on the downbeat of where the outro starts uh-huh. and so I know in Ableton I could put the cursor I could stop the session and then I could go and it's going to start from the cursor right. so I put the cursor, it's still going and I'm counting I'm counting and so at that part at that part, there's like a drum roll that's leading up into the four and there's uh-huh. a break at the four before the downbeat Okay. and so I'm counting and the snare rolls happening, two, three, I stop on four, and then I start right at the outro, right? Woo. And so it goes. And so, and so, uh, so Sway like got his head down, he turned around, he walked, and then he's like, oh, and then he jumped back out to go do his outro thing. The DJ over here like, oh, he done saved the show. <laughs> he running around all backstage. And like, and every you know, it's like fans and management back there, and everybody like, what's going on? And they're like, this nigga a genius, he done saved the show. <laughs> and so, so like musical things, there's so much that informs this role, right? Like, yeah. 
like being a musician, being an engineer, being a vocal producer, like you end up taking these cues and knowing how to be successful in these different areas, it allows you to be able to like be a, a, a capable member of the team, not right. just putting a session together and hitting play because that ain't the job. We the got job is when it is 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 when the show is on the line. What can yeah. we do? What can we do? How do you, you know because I mean? because I think a lot of people, um, even though they don't see playback, playback is just as much of a band member as the band members on stage. You just don't right. you just don't see them because say I'm playing drums and my foot pedal goes out and I got to say in the talk back, Mike, hey, kick, hey, Mike, put right. the kicks exactly. back in the because exactly. I just went through my kick drum head like exactly or like, yo, my snare head just busted like like put the claps in because we as as drummers as keyboard players there's a lot of things that we take out in order to be able to play and right. fill in those gaps because beyond that it's just playback but right. you save our asses in so many ways not even just right. our asses you save a lot of these motherfucking singers Ooh. Mm. <laughs> yes that was a little For harsh real. but you save a lot of these singers because not every art not every um show show goer knows that their artist may be sick um may may be running out of breath and all that type of stuff and it's not to give away any tricks it's just like we're human we get sick we we get tired our bodies get weary just the same way somebody else's does and um there's time and not only that on not only that auto-tune has become really huge in playback like every rig almost has auto-tune and you got so many singers who depend on that heavily that 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 joint go out it's almost like you stole a voice that's a wrap and you'd be like bro this is tech and i tell people i tell these singers all the time these artists like please understand when you get in the bed with anything of this nature is technology it's not the person yeah exactly. it's the person i would say it's about 15 to 10 10 10 to 15 percent of the person because you get what you pay for so if you pay top dollar for somebody understand any mistake that's really made really made yeah more than likely is technology now if you just getting your little cousin or you know some you know right, one of the right, homies right. that's been only doing it for about a week and you only yeah, paying a certain amount play. like you going please understand and be ready to go down in flames but there's also people who really do enjoy it but um can set themselves up for failure but that's some great information and i guess i want to know like how do you feel like your your music engineering i believe you touched on it a little bit though you engineering and being a drummer md in your past has helped out in your walk of in your journey of being a playback engineer now yeah it's that i mean you know if if you know as i said if playback is you know the central hub of the show right Right. then i need to literally you know be an octopus and have arms to every department I need yep. to know a little bit, a little bit of, of about lighting and how that is affecting it. I need to know a little bit about video. I need to know a little bit about um, how the artist interacts with with playback, what they need to hear, what they like to hear. Um, you know, what, when should I uh, 
add a count or a click in this section. You know what I mean? And I need to know all this stuff. And as a musical director, that's what you literally are doing, right? Right. And so uh, if you don't have that experience, you don't know that you're going to need to do that, right? You don't know that you're going to have to interact with all these people. You're going to be waiting for instructions from somebody that may never come. You Correct. know what I mean? Because I know a lot of play, or I know a handful of playback guys that like will literally sit there and be like, well, nobody told me anything. And what what do I need to do? And what needs to, and it's like, why are you here? <laughs> you might not, and, and a lot of, you know, a lot of people, there are a lot of systems that run that way where, right. you know, there's you just a, press it and it's gone. Or there's somebody, a creative director, that's just like, don't do nothing unless I tell you to do it. I don't care. And and I'm like, and that's cool. But there are also these other situations where you literally have to figure it out on the fly. Right. So, you know, it it it's beneficial. And then, you know, we from the church. So there's so much that we had to figure out that we, the nature of playing in church is figuring out on the fly. Right? right exactly like the nature of like flowing or or revamping or going back into a song or you know they missed the cue or they started on the wrong beat and now we gotta adjust like this this we we came up in this so we know how to do this but every no, sure. every person in music doesn't have that experience and so they don't really know like innately how to really adjust in real time like that so all of these all of those experiences i feel like um have have informed me and and played into it indeed indeed yeah i mean you hitting on church is so funny to me because like it's it's based upon like my professor um sylvester henderson is how i learned how to lead how i learned how to um to set expectations and try to bring people to them um, so that they can understand it. But at the same token, um, understand where people are and how to still make them great in, in where they are. Mm -hmm. Everybody ain't, everybody ain't going to be LeBron James. You may have, you may have um, a Tristan Thompson. Who's not that great. No offense. Who's not that great, but still good enough to be on a championship team and still help win a championship Ugh, i hate talking about that because that's when they beat the warriors i'm a warriors fan but it's all good Hilarious. but still it wasn't just lebron you know what i'm saying it wasn't the it wasn't just the help of Kyrie and kevin he had to bring people along you know he yeah. had to bring the jr smith along he had to bring those guys that could that weren't necessarily the players but they were the team um yeah. And just like understanding like great leadership and one thing that i also help that i i feel also helps in leadership is learning how to be learning when and how to be a good follower of course and and not always having to be in the leadership role or, or always having to be like everything goes like this like nah we all have our own tricks of the trades and the way that we would like things to go but it doesn't mean it has to be that way yeah which yeah. helps us with navigating and problem solving in this in this in this space because your problem solving is way different from mine like right I, I there's certain moments when i remember getting into 
a slight disgusting argument with an artist of mine who wanted a playback tech to do something that I know he was incapable of. And the artist literally threatened my job for protecting that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a leader, I protected that person and almost and was threatened that for my job to be lost. And I was just like, I mean, there's some people who were there who know it and it was ready to be like, hey, what it what, what, what is we doing? And I was like, it's okay. We not gonna we not gonna give them the smoke today. Why? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we don't do we don't do what we do for the benefit of necessarily our own being like it's it's still a sacrificial thing of trying to make sure that other people are winning and have you ever been in a situation like that a circumstance where you kind of like took an L for somebody who should have been you know doing something or 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 should have been able to control something or fix something and people didn't understand it all the time all the time I've I've been in I've been in that role uh, before I was before I was an MD uh, in Janelle's camp, uh, you know, it's 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 tough because, like the old days of building stuff, like a lot of musicians and artists don't really have the that same type of experience because, you know, everything is so. There there are standards in place that weren't necessarily in place back then. But when we were building that um, that camp, you know, a lot of people didn't know what to expect from a leader. Like, I didn't know what to expect from my MD because I had never had good MDs before then. You know what I mean? I had decent ones, but, I, but they were also trash. So I didn't know <laughs> what to expect for real from a really good MD, right? Right, right. And so when I'm in this role... I'm like, that's nigga trash too, man. Like, nigga, you could be blah, blah, blah. But then at the same time, I'm hearing other people going in on them. And I'm having to be like, okay, Mike, ask these people to be patient. Like, just give them some grace because we don't know what he's dealing with. We don't know what's happening on the other side. Like, yes, this is really uncomfortable for me. But I don't know what's causing him to make these decisions you know now i can speculate and i can you know have my opinions and be like yeah this nigga trash because of this 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 but i don't fully know um what's causing him to make these quote-unquote poor decisions that are affecting me negatively right right right. so it's in my best interest and in everyone's best interest to take a beat take a breath and say hey this is uncomfortable. Um, I don't know what you got going on. I just, you know, want to let you know and let's provide some patience and some grace. And now, and on the other hand, I'm telling these people, chill out. He under a lot of pressure. Let's give him some time. Do what he got to do. Wooty wooty woo. Because, you know, I used to be, I used to be somewhat of a high head, not too too bad of a high head, but like, it was never beneficial to you know, add fuel to the fire in the moment. It's like, if we under pressure right now, what's me adding pressure to it going to do? Like, what's me being like, what you doing? What's going on? Blah, blah. It's like, it ain't going to help nobody. 
Nobody. So, so I've learned to take our role of being like, okay, guys, like, take a step back, take a breath, calm down. You know, let's. This is work, right? I, I try to remind everybody that this is work, right? We're not friends. We're friendly, but we're not friends. These are your coworkers. Yeah. Give them a chance to do the job that they're getting paid to do. You Indeed. know what I mean? And yep. and a lot of times, like a lot a lot of times, people will take that and then they'll just be like, "Okay, you're right." Let's. Go. And other times, cats will be like, "Nigga, I don't care." I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> right. Speaking of care, <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people, but but that's that's touching on something else. Like, ain't no ain't no HR in this music game. You know what I mean? Ain't no bro. It, it, like ain't no ain't nobody ain't nobody handpicking personalities for these teams. So no, absolutely not. So half these teams got very incompatible personalities trying to work together. You know what I mean? So so it's it's really just can you do this job? Are you are you an idiot? Okay, cool, let's go. Are you an idiot? You know what I mean? <laughs> but but uh but but you end up in these in these situations with a lot of people that literally don't know how to communicate they don't know how to interact with other people socially you that's, know a I mean? got, that's a big word that's a big word communicate with, is a big word yo yeah, they dealing with all kind of internal demons but they are really skillful in this role Right, and so you just end up being like, God dang, like, why does he gotta be so good? I can't even get rid of him. you know what I mean? Yes, I do. It's it's a it's a it's an interesting little game, and and it's it's allowed me to explore levels of patience that I didn't know, you know, yep. I had. So. I mean, because even back to our story, like, after having that conversation with Unc, I can't remember. I can't remember exactly what happened, but something made us have to figure figure each other out. Um, do you remember what it was? I don't remember exactly. I, I feel like I feel like it was uh, after the domestic run and maybe prepping for the Europe run. Yeah, we kind of was like. I think oh, I like him. I'm, I'm you remember it? Yeah. Okay, tell me, tell me. Moshe for that European run. Oh, damn! You're right. They got they got rid of Moshe, mm-hmm. and then and it was like it was it was a wake up call for everybody, and then we all need and then and <laughs> and they put out that ad that that Facebook. And for monitor <laughs> and uh, oh and we God. all needed to kind of, kind of come together to kind of get through what was going that shift, that yeah. Putting us into, yep. Like we, like we had clearly saw, like in front of our faces, what we were up against. Oh yeah, it was about to go down. It was going. You down. know what I mean? And yep. and we were prepping for it, and I remember we all was just like, all right, so. <laughs> So what we need? What's going? On? Wait. So what's this? And then I had to, I had to kind of humble myself a little bit and be like, because y'all had information that I wasn't privy to in terms of like venue and like, like lodging that I didn't have yet. And so mm-hmm. I remember I had to be like, hey, so what's going on over here? Like, what's happening? 
Mm-hmm. Like, what's blah blah? And like, and I had to be like, okay, well, what y'all need? How can I help? How can I right. jump in? Because this is crazy over here. You know, it was I mean? crazy too. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I'm I'm and I feel like in that dynamic in Europe is when our relationship just like soared. There was yeah, many like sure. there was we I feel like we had more conversations about the next step the next movement anticipation and also um comfort and discomfort like like understanding like sometimes as musicians and art um musicians and those that work with artists so forth and so on you hear many conversations don't get too close to the artists you know you know this that and the third y'all can't really you know don't be all up in their face and all that type of stuff which causes a certain it also sets a precedence where you kind of almost become you 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 uh affect yourself in a place where you could possibly be replaceable because of that that wall that you put up um because i've been always big with the guys that i work with what guys that i bring on and stuff is undeniability that if you end up leaving a situation they'll never find what you brought positively because trust me there's there's some negative stuff that that they'll never get because you're just like that but i mean undeniability and undeniability in a positive way give them something that the only way they can get it is through you it's it's unique it's based upon not just um what you were getting paid but the integrity of your character and the the level of your work ethic and the attention your attention to detail and the fact that no matter what you, even if you don't care you don't show it yeah i yes in addition to that be about your business before the friendship yep that's what you got on me about big time before the friendship between you and the artist that friendship will be there but what won't work is is the business relationship so a lot of times what happens and you know this like as, as someone who who ends up building things right like you end up you can afford what you can afford right right yeah and so if if you say hey man i i need you to i need you to come and video me on this tour i can only afford $15 a day right if this person comes and they believe in you and they want to be a part they are like you know what I ain't tripping on the money I believe in you I'm gonna come and do this for $15 of course I want more money but that's all you can pay I got you I'm mm-hmm. showing you that I'm in your corner right right so we do a whole tour, $15 a day. I pay it. He give me uh, great footage, great person to be around, all this kind of stuff. The next tour come up, he like, hey, man, I need $500 a day. Like, this this is what I we got to do. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> as an employer... There's nothing that that guy can do 
to make me value him at $500 a day. Mm -hmm. I love him. He's a great person to be around. But the business side, you already showed me what you're willing to do to be on at this price. Yep. Right. And and for me and my company, it's it's too big of a jump, not financially, even if I can afford it. Right. It's the way I see you. I already have an experience with you on this lower level. Right. And so. So that being said, that's why I always tell musicians, it's cool. Take the money you can you can get, you know, at first, but very quickly jump ship, right? Very quickly, because if you stay there too long, there's no way to make huge financial jumps. Yeah, um, the growth business wise. Absolutely. Um, Whether it makes sense or not, it just doesn't work. Um, Let me say a couple things on that. Um, There are all these articles coming out in the tech industry about the people that stay with one tech company for five or for for several years make Mm -hmm. considerably less money over that time span than people who worked here for a year, jumped, increased increased their asking price, worked here for two years, jumped, increased their ass, and they made way more money jumping around and increasing their ask their, their asking price um from different companies because yep. their entry point to that company was was what it was. Where, where, where they were coming from. Yep. This particular entry point is way over here. So you only gonna get a percentage increase based on that. But right. over here you could be like nah my rate is this. So and then if they increase, it's a percentage up from that. Oh, now my rate, my rate is this now. You know what I mean? And yeah. that and that and and the second thing I want to say to that is that's also what happens with these um, endorsements with these companies. Yep. How you enter this endorsement game is how you stay. Woo. Say it I again. I don't. I don't care if you if you became on top of the world they don't care they don't care how you how you entered that deal is how you stay they ain't trying to give you no equity they ain't trying to and relationships are cool i got great i i ain't played a show in a few years and i still got great relationships with my companies right right Mm -hmm. um and with the people there right but it's but it's it's unfortunate that the deals are what they are I'm gonna say this. Whatever. Say it. Sorry. Say it. This is what it's for. I don't like I don't like these endorsement deals. Right? I don't mm-hmm. like it. The business side of it is not favorable to the artists, to the to the performers that are in these deals. Correct. Right? Like they're essentially signing you to a an exclusive marketing deal for their company right you're a brand ambassador for their company for a select amount of products that they are already writing off at the end of the year already writing off their business they have an expense or a marketing budget or a line item 
that says we can give away this amount of product and write it off on our taxes. Yep. So they're not necessarily investing in you. They're giving right? away what they've already put aside. <laughs> like, they already hey, put it aside. It looks special to it looks special to those who don't understand and get that information. Yeah, like, and so it's so and and it's cool. We like, oh man, you know, I'm I'm with this company, man. They blah 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 blah. Nigga, ask them to put some money up. Ask them to put and some see money what up. Happens. Ask ask if you if you got all this value and you got all this clout, ask them for for equity on this on on your custom product. They're gonna look at right? you so crazy. They're not even. No, nah, it, it's not. Mm. And 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 that I mean that's what I mean. Like this whole business is about the contract. Every Correct. part of this game is about the contract. And so when you start to look at all this stuff and start to comb through these things, it's like. That don't actually make sense. And I always tell people, if you're working, buy your gear. Buy it. If you're yep, working. Absolutely. And, and for the most of us that tour, we're renting gear anyway. Yep. For, for the most of us that are doing one-offs and we're doing, uh, we doing we do a, a TV show in New York, that gear is getting rented. Somebody, we paying for that, right? Yep. Uh, if we're doing... If we if we doing a a, a a little one-off in New Orleans or whatever, that gear is getting rented. Yep. So what's what's the point then? If we gotta pay for it anyway. Now, now I'll say that I do have experiences because we required a piano white drum set, uh kind of everywhere we went. Mm-hmm. And so Tama did a, a great job. Shout out to Aaron Vishia. He did a great job sourcing and providing uh, rental gear um, in these piano white drum sets all over the world when we were doing these TV shows. Wow. Now, that was a great thing to have. At the same time, I could have told her, we ain't got it. <laughs> we ain't got it, baby. You <laughs> don't get this drum set, and, and and we might be able to cover it on the day of. Right, you know what I mean. Do a little a little makeshift rap or something. But that's but it. We could we could source that, but we ain't got it. <laughs> now that was a great thing. That was a great relationship to have at the time for that specific purpose. Right. But overall, what was the investment? You know what I mean. And so, <laughs> and so. I'm just saying, if 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 we're talking about entrepreneurship and we're talking about brand building and we're talking about equity moving forward, and we're talking about you know motherfuckers leaving legacies for their own children and for others, you know, to be able to take notice of. It's like we got to have a very different conversation. Absolutely, absolutely. And, so, and all right, so it's, I just wanted to. No, it's good. Things. It's good. That's that is, I mean it's a self-accountability conversation of really understanding the that my dad always brings it up that um the music business is 90% business and it's 10% whatever you do, sure. the gifting and playing. And the fact that um you know, nothing against the shedders, nothing against those who practice all day and all that type of stuff, but I tell young guys all the time, man, like 
just as much as you put uh, just as much energy you put into practicing your craft you got to practice the business and sometimes business is not necessarily given to you by just um somebody just handing it out sometimes it's do it's it's done by observation which we do a lot and also asking questions and saying man like this this is not making no sense or and being and being honest in being in not knowing certain things because i feel like yeah. sometimes we deal with people who feel like they know everything i ain't gonna lie sometimes i've been that person but i've taken a back seat to that um my philosophy is which is probably still wrong i do think i know it all not because i know it all but because i know people who know it all i know right. other know-it-alls right. i know people right. that at the end of the day if i don't know something i can call them and still gain the access to the answers that I need to know what it what it is I don't know at that time. But it doesn't mean right. I don't know it. It just means I just I don't have the information right now. But I feel like in our industry there's a lack of the askers and there's a lack of those who willingly want to answer. Yeah, well it's it's that though. It's it's what I touched on earlier about uh, 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 personality traits, and then people not being great communicators, right? Yep, yep. A lot of the people that win in terms of musicianship are people that put more time into that particular instrument. Yep. That don't mean they know how to talk to you, and that don't mean that they're comfortable talking to you, right? right? And that don't mean that they have any experience outside of that experience that they are known for. Mm-hmm. Right, and so a lot of so you'll find that a lot of these people don't think that they know enough to be able to share. Right, right, right. A lot of these people don't they don't value their experience enough to say, "I can, I can yet. give yep. you this game." They like, I don't know. I'm still I'll trying you, to figure I'll it out myself. I, I don't know. I'll give you what I got. I'll give you what I got. Right, indeed. And and and, and we also don't have a culture of. Of, of of higher education in this game we and don't. we don't have a culture of coaching Absolutely in this game. Don't. we don't have a yep. culture of paying of paying our like elders or our seniors for their knowledge right that was a heavy one right there like how many like we might be like if we have a relationship man let me take you to lunch man pick your brain no nah, pay that man a hundred dollars an hour for, for his journey for, yep for his to journey have him talk you through some stuff that you're experiencing yeah right? some way some every yeah. other industry every other industry we have um there's there's some kind of higher educate there's some books there's some programs and there's a coaching something in place, whether there's like a CEO coach or a, 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 a something coach over here where you can go and pay this man and you lay out here are my challenges and they're like, here's how we can blah, 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 walk you through this process. We right. don't do that over here. Absolutely. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody hitting up, you know, Valdez or Kern being like, hey, man, let me pay you. Ain't nobody hitting up Gerald, you know what I mean? Saying, hey, man, let me pay you on how to navigate i mean brian fraser morris got his his uh consulting game pay brian right but he has you know the, he, I mean? he basically he, he's basically saying like if you want this if you want this information you're gonna pay for it 
and 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 we need to make that a popular part of this culture and accept right? and accept it and and not be yeah. not be offended by it because I, I feel like maybe there is there there's an uh, maybe there's an unfortunate offense number one and number two we those who really want it don't feel like it's worth paying for it and that's our fault that's our fault of having the money and seeing the brian fraser moore promo like hey you can you can get this information from brian fraser moore and you're like "Uh, i'm not about to go pay for that like why 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 would i pay for that and we should i we should brian and on, on a couple occasions and i will continue to do so because like you can't you are not going to have the experiences he has right exactly from this from this point you aren't going to build an entire thing that you know uh, of of something that was built by somebody like a brian for as many years as he's been built you know what i mean so so i'm just saying it's like like we got people out there you know if we talking about gospel man hit up hit up mano hines hit up you know asaph hit up my brother trent phillips like hit up all these hit up teddy camp hit up all these people you mm-hmm. know what i mean aaron is a aaron is a wealth of knowledge chris coleman is a wealth of knowledge like i'm saying all these drummers because that's my area right like freaking um omar oh omar it was yep. you know what i mean like yep um, adam yeah brent easton you know what i brent mean easton, yep. we talking like um what's my guy to play with jared with uh with mary j um rex 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 is a wealth of knowledge you know well, what i mean yeah definitely and and so and rex has md experience he has programming experience producing experience you know what i mean and there's so many people that we can get game from and put our unique package together, right? right? Put our unique offerings together. But I say all this to say that this, because we're not doing this, this is why they're able to take advantage of us financially. Correct. Because we don't know what these things are worth. We don't know how to properly bring these services and products to the table and mm-hmm. charge properly for the price tag, put the right price tag on it. Yep, absolutely. So we leave so much money on the table. That's one of the conversations we have all the time is all the money that's left on the table as musicians. Um, especially those who carry the package and ability of being a package themselves. You're right. being a musical director. You're being a drummer. You're being a programmer. You're being, right. uh, you know, uh, referring, referring people to right. the to right. to them and all that type of stuff like that's four checks if you really think about it if they had to do it themselves like if they had to pay one drummer a playback tech a programmer and somebody to re- to bring in other band mates do you know how much money that is but many of us sometimes i feel like one thing most of the mostly um the young they'll take what they can get they don't know and and also i feel like many don't feel like because of where they sit there there's a inability to negotiate 
And I feel like the lack of understanding of negotiating is where you really honor your worth. Yeah. And really, yeah. And really understand like, yo, like if this is what I want or this is what I feel like I deserve, I need to have all the facts to break this stuff down. Cause I tell people all the time when I'm doing something, this is what you're paying for. This is what right. you're paying for. I'll I'll break it down if you need it on paper. If you need ink in, 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 in a white background, I'll break it down right. to you to understand. I'm not stealing no money from you. I'm not trying to get nothing that I don't deserve. Now, I right. may give you a slight discount, but I do want you to understand I'm doing four people's jobs. So I right, do exactly. deserve four people's compensations. Yeah, you, and, it, and it's that. It's the art of negotiation. Yeah. Right? And 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 you do those and you do that so many times and you just you know kind of get comfortable in this space and it's like okay i know that i'm i'm bringing something valuable to the table absolutely you can either you can either play ball or not and and it don't make me no difference that's the other thing one of the biggest arts of negotiation is being able to walk away from the deal right it's like if you if you don't if you if you don't have faith enough that uh, you're going to be able to survive without this one deal, then you, what are you here you, for? <laughs> you don't you don't have enough negotiating power to, to even go into it. And yeah. so a lot of it, at least I found that you know I got to be willing to to throw my cards on the table and be like, here's here's what it's gonna take. Here's what it's gonna do. If you can't play ball, that's hey, let's talk again on the next time. You know what I mean? Like I can't do it this time because of this but yeah let's let's stay in contact maybe we can do something else in the future it ain't nothing personal absolutely absolutely and i feel like sometimes people feel like even doing certain like things like that is going to jeopardize a relationship or make somebody feel some type of way i know even for me like when we were working with the past artists before we we even came in contact before reaching out to unk we wasn't we didn't reach out to him for a certain amount of time because our respect level for him and right. what he brought to the table we was like you know what we don't want we don't want to we don't want him to feel disrespected by what we unfortunately have the capability offer, of right. off, offer but what yeah. was so crazy is once we even were able to offer him whatever whatever we did he still loved us and discounted us and he did that because of the respect we have we had to wait versus being like you know what cool we're gonna we're gonna try to get you in here for this little this little pinch of penny and all that type of stuff and it's like where you start at and i do appreciate learning that lesson from him like yeah respecting us respecting us for not rushing that thing and then loving us enough to say you know what because you guys value me yeah. I, I i can i can i can bless y'all in that in that way and uh um, yeah. it's one of the greatest relationships i feel like i've ever had the joy of gaining because his meekness is amazing and the one thing that's crazy is as a leader i didn't understand but i began to see it everybody that works with him you and andres uh willie um all you guys you guys carry a, a like almost a remnant of his meekness your the the that that softness because even though me and you didn't even talk that much it you never had the attitude of leave me the fuck alone you were just more so like it was it was a very like i'm here i'm going to be in this moment even what 
yeah boundaries but it was like but i'm i'm gonna do my job i'm going to yeah. do my job because i remember even if i needed to talk to you or fix anything me and you even though we still were not relative to one another i felt like our conversations and understanding like i still respected you when i talked to you um and i and it wasn't it wasn't that i even respected you on no type of you know like i didn't want to just i wanted to disrespect you i respected you based upon the fact of he's doing his job no matter what because regardless of anything i don't it's, it's something that i may not understand and with that like what do you feel is something that is under considered that's not even a word but Mm -hmm. under but like that should be considered or unrecognized about your line of work that should that you wish or if you could make more noticeable for people to be like yo like this is something that you need to take into consideration when you ask this or add this element to your your journey, your story, your show, whatever, it, whatever it may be. Um, are you asking from from the perspective of like what people interacting with a playback yeah. person should consider? Yep. Uh, that you know, it's this this role is still being worked out. There are very few really brilliant people in this role. Right? Mm -hmm. And so there's not a lot of framework for every situation. Right? Right. So like, so like a lot of, so like, I'll put it this way. Um, Everybody was, everybody is, um, you know, the last whatever four or five years, everybody knows about uh, uh, the Play Audio Twelve. Yeah, you know, shout out to Eye Connectivity, shout out to Al. Um, but before that product, there was not a product that existed specifically for playback. Mm-hmm. Literally, in the past, you know, four or five years. It was the first product that was created specifically. Right. Well, I don't know if it's the first, but it's the first one that, that we know the of. type right. of product. Right. Because I know, know that SW8 also was about redundancy, but um, but you know, so it's a it's a it's a budding industry overall. And so all of the hardware, everybody's still figuring out how to interface all of these things everybody's still trying to keep up with the emerging technology the emerging software and the and all of this stuff and so a lot of times like there are a lot of people in this seat that are just figuring it out on the fly on the spot yep so you know give give them a minute they they're working it out a lot of times we're trying to put stuff together that um that isn't supposed to operate like that you know what i mean like in my current role i'm doing stuff as i'm doing auto-tune right now it's like solely auto-tune for an artist i don't want to say it because i don't want it to be a thing no for sure Um, but the way that i'm doing auto-tune hasn't been done before Mm. and and when i talk to people about it they'd be like wait what 
wait, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Like even even the people that are working with me, they're like, so wait, so what? How's this going now? And we're figuring it out together, like in real time. Well, okay, so this is what happened, and show by show, we like making adjustments. Well, okay, well, can we do this? And can we do this? And like it's one of these roles that like we're just constantly like figuring it out and evolving. Cause like That's I might talk yeah. to to my guy even at at and Terry's. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey man, here's what I'm trying to do. And he's like, wait, what are you doing? And how and I'm like, you built this. Like, what well, can we, you know what I mean? Or I'm right. talking to a guy at a different uh hardware manufacturer, and I'm like, Well, here's what I'm trying to do. Can mm-hmm. it do this? Yeah. And he's like, nah, I wasn't made to do that. But maybe we could use this over here to do. And so a lot of us are really just trying to solve these problems and figure with it out products together. and with yep. software that isn't made to do what we're trying to do a lot of this stuff isn't made for what we're doing right you know what it's i mean almost, so, almost like jimmy Reagan to a certain degree exactly but not. and yeah. so we have to figure out ways to put these things together to solve the right software together to put the right hardware together to be able to solve this problem in this space that's really obscure Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so you know, if it if if some things don't work, you like you said in the beginning, like charge it to the tech, like charge it to the technology, like because we're trying to make some stuff happen that's not supposed to work like that wasn't created to work like this. Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah, I'll say that. Like, just have that in mind. Indeed, indeed, because it's caused me in many cases to walk around with a lot more grace and understanding of knowing when a person just is not trying to fix the situation and when they're doing everything that they can and all that takes is you know just patience and one of my favorite words preparation because what would it, even going tracking back to the beginning of our story what may have made our interaction better with one another when we first met each other was better preparation was the fact that we acts at we had asked for a week prior and we didn't get right. we only got one week and right. had we had got a week prior um i feel like we would have did way better together because we wouldn't have been under so much stress and also trying to rush the process of trying to get all these elements to work together because it was not easy it was a really big it was i mean trust me there's bigger projects out there but that was that was the biggest project i had worked on in a while compared to like some other stuff but it's really the grace and i've like i said preparation has been big on me this year because that was interesting. Sorry to cut you off. That was no, 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 no. It was very interesting, and because I, I look at I look at preparation as the 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 cutting of the vegetables and the protein and making sure all that type of stuff is ready. Because if you you know if you throw all that stuff on a grill, no matter the fact that you know what you want at the end, if you don't prepare it right, you literally either backtrack and have to cut up things you already cooked accidentally or this that and the third like you you it's not gonna turn out right it's gonna be it's going to be literally dragging itself all the way to the finish line and 
thankfully God's grace is bigger, better than our grace because his grace can still make it comfortable to even get to the finish line because there's moments where I was like, I don't even know how we going to make it through this, through this journey and get on this next journey. Yeah, because it was yeah. so much going on, and even yeah. with me, like I was out there playing drums, but I was I was just talking to somebody yesterday, and I was like, I was solving so many other problems that had nothing to do with drums, nothing exactly. to do with musical directing. I was solving like that's well, I would say one of my one of my honoring traits that I appreciate about myself is my ability to problem solve, and with with that what is one of yours like what is what is something what is a trait that you honor about yourself that you appreciate like god i thank you for giving me this one because this one has brought me through a lot of circumstances and situations that my 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 curious mind mm. you know if i if i wasn't if i wasn't curious i i would have none of the experiences that i have right like I like so I don't have I don't I don't have a desire to be an expert in in one area my brain don't work like that yeah right like there are a lot of people who are just like I just want to do this one thing I want to be the best at it you know I'm going to go to the top I don't I don't have that I I I do stuff uh, enough to have an experience that I want to have, mm-hmm. and then I'm done. Like I was like, I was like, yeah, man, you know, I want to learn this engineer thing, and I want to be in the studios with people. And so I right. did, and then I worked in the studios as an engineer, and I did all this stuff. And then I was like, all right, <laughs> all right, okay, I did it. I made some money, made some good money, and I did it. Okay, yeah. Now, now I, I want to go on tour, you know, as a drummer. Okay, I did it. Played every freaking TV show possible. Wow. Like a few times over. Mm. Like been to a lot of different countries. Amen. And it was like, all right. Oh man, I wanna, I I, I wanna do this playback thing. I did it. <laughs> Yeah, I did it. I did it. I'm, and and I, I mean, I want to start this tech product, and and so that's one of my next things is like starting a, a tech company. And I've got these other ideas that I'm doing, but like you know, there's there's something to be said about being the expert in the field, and you know, having that kind of leverage and that kind of clout. I just don't possess that. Right. I possess a certain curiosity that allows me to dip my toe in all of these things and the other thing that i have is the ability to connect all of these things right so because i have experience in all of these different areas i can see the blind spots and i can see how they connect and i can see how people can come together and do this like like one of the things that i do now is like straight up consulting like um um, one of my uh, homegirls is a DJ in New York and when I say she's got the most extensive musical catalog knowledge that I've ever seen in my life wow. like she knows the background of anything 
like soul, R&B, hip hop, and a lot of like rock stuff. Like, I don't care what it, Isaac, I don't care what it is. She knows, she know that. She knows the stories of it. She's read up on it. She knows that producer and what else they produce. Like, she know all this stuff. And she's been trying to figure out how to capitalize on, um, you know, on these, on that knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, she hired me as a consultant to be like, well, what do I do with this knowledge? And so, because I've dipped my toe in like music supervision and film and, you know, I know some people over there and in film and TV production and all kind of stuff, whatever. And so I'm like, oh, well, you can be an advisor to music supervisors and directors over here as mm. they're building out these film, these stories. You know, they might say, hey, I want to use single ladies in this scene right here. We can't afford single ladies. Let me call her and figure out what A better song option. like yeah. that we can do blah 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 now that's a music supervision supervisor's job but everybody needs support in all kind of stuff in all these roles um right. she can also be a support for a and r's at record labels you know what i mean if they're trying to coach these artists down a certain path um she can be a, a viable resource for these people or she could go directly to indie artists if they're trying to beef up or change up the sound then they can be like, hey, I want to sound like this. Pay her a consulting fee and be and she provide options and, and direction down this path to this thing. And so because I know all these different avenues, I'm able to bring things together. You know, like I'm talking with you about different things and we're talking about podcasting because I have knowledge in so many different areas. I'm not experts in none of these areas. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm not experts in them, but I have knowledge in them and I can see the threads and the links and stuff mm -hmm. and so i think my curious mind is is the benefit uh is 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 what's god given and i'm yeah. able to use that to like explore this work and it fulfills me like i don't have to be stuck in one thing you know right. what i mean no for sure i mean I, i'm i'm thankful for your curiosity because your curiosity for just just your love and joy for curiosity for yourself I feel is what gives provision for other people to see things that they might not, they might not be connected to curiosity in that way to right. be like, I never thought about that. Like the podcast right. situation. I did I think about it. No, I feel like you really, you conjured the whole idea. Up and I was just <laughs> like, you know what? It's not a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I do want people to get better educated. I do want people to get understanding. I also want a, th another part of this podcast that I enjoy is this is going to be in this moment in time of somebody's life, their, their biography, their audio biography right. of where they were at this time, because right. the level in which you're on right now is not the level you'll be next year right. or even probably by tomorrow or whatever it is. But at least you'll be able to even look back at this and be like, wow, like that's that's where right. I was. That's where my thinking was. That's what I enjoyed. Right. That's what I appreciated. And because even when it's almost like listening back to ourselves as musicians and be like, wow, that's the way that I thought. That's the way that I played that and thought that that was right. like, right. Mm, that was that, that I, you almost be like, what was going through my head? And it's like, nigga, right. it's your head. Right. But our brains right. are 
consistently growing developing changing in our lives circumstances and things that we embrace and see that we uh like i want to say a portion of it is absorbing for learning factors a portion of it is absorbing for um unintentional comparisons yeah because i i, I don't i don't purposely try to compare myself but i may see something and be like man either i wonder how i would look in that or man i wish i could have that right. and it's not it's not intentional it's not like i'm looking at everything like that it just happens but also right. in the midst of that comparison it's like what do i do i think if i see this clothes if i see these clothes like yeah oh I, I would look dope in them clothes or do i think like i have a great uh creative idea and i guarantee for the same amount that i would pay for that i could make my own and have my own spin on it so it, it gives your mind that vibration or even if yeah. it's like even when it comes to drum set drum sets and endorsement companies and stuff like that it's like yeah right now i'm playing this person's symbols i'm playing this person's stuff when will i play my own stuff like when can i use when are we gonna build? these how benefactors do we build? how do we build like when do we get these like i you know like big ups to eric moore who started his yeah, own drumstick company yeah. you know what i'm saying like um i don't think everybody really gives that adjustment its flowers because yes throughout time we've had people have gospel symbol companies and drum sets but where are they now and it's nothing uh, against it's nothing against it's, even understanding a, where it's they are tough, it's a tough it's a tough business to get into it is um shout out to mac drums if y'all have never experienced mac drums out of miami jesus his stuff is i got so it amazing. i got it i got to um, hear about him i got it i got to see it oh mac is but it's crazy it's dope but, to see it's dope to see that it's dope to yeah, see yeah. like he he took that that yeah i'm playing the symbols sticks i'm playing this and all that type of stuff and then that and he said it's almost like i why can't why can't i make the same thing when wood when i have the same uh the same ability to get wood just like everybody else but that's uh but that's that's what i'm saying about this endorsement game right mm -hmm. It's like, what's the value here? If I am the value, then how do I make that transferable to something that's tangible? Right? Yep. And like legacy Eric, driven. Yeah. Eric has Eric has had his audience for so long. Yep. Right. And 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 those of us that don't have an audience like that, um, we don't necessarily have an opportunity to to create like lasting legacy in the way that he does but yep. for him he's got he's got an audience and so now he's able to create something that will provide for his family for the rest of his life right rest of and his so life so that's the point here that's the point in all of this most man, i was looking at it you know <laughs> i'll put it this way you know what turned me off about about um playing drums what? um for me specifically mm -hmm. was to me in my journey i want to stress that this ain't got nothing to do with nobody else <laughs> this is your level in, for sure in in my journey there was a low ceiling mm. right i saw i saw people 
making millions of dollars in real estate. I saw people making real millions of dollars in tech. I saw people making millions of dollars in a bunch of industries. Not this one. Mm. Right? right? The top earning people were were unicorns. The top earning people was like Quest Love, was like um, uh, Travis Barker, the you know all these all these unicorns. Yeah. But we not we not talking about you know we are not even talking about even your Steve Gads. Like we not talking about your people that are recording on literally everything. Yep, Dennis. You know, yep. we we're not talking about Dennis. We're not talking about um about um <sighs> I'm forgetting people's names. I'm sorry. It's but okay. but for me, I knew I knew that like I'm saying, I got this curious mind. I'm not finna play drums forever. Like I know that about me. Like I don't care enough for that. <laughs> right. And so, and so I'm not gonna be in a position. At least that was my thinking. Ten, you know, twelve years ago, that was my mm-hmm. thinking. That like I'm not finna be in a position to do. This. Now the internet wasn't what it was. I couldn't see into the future of the internet and building your own platform and all that kind of stuff and what that means and what that looks like. But yeah. back then, that turned me off. And it started me down these other paths to learning this, learning business over here, learning tech over here, learning all this stuff. Because I'm like, I want to retire one day. I'm looking at all these musicians that literally died broke. They're the greatest musicians ever. We're talking about James Jameson that played bass on the the world's greatest records. Mm -hmm. And nigga died broke. You know what I mean? We're talking about so many elders of my own personal who died broke yep and and i'm i i'm not i'm not i'm not meant for that life i'm too bougie i know <laughs> i am bougie <laughs> i know i am like oh. i know i know that i like a certain type of hotel like i i i bought a corvette like i had this corvette for years i That's before nice. it was cool <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I know that I I want to live a certain life. I know that. I know that yeah. about me. Right? And yeah. so I'm not finna be out here doing something, you know, for ego just cuz. Like, nah, nigga, where this bread at? You know what I where mean? Because it? because I know that one day I'm gonna want to retire. And I'm yep. not finna be out here playing gigs in my seven. Shout out to everybody everybody that does it i'm sorry if it's coming off elitist or whatever i'm sorry Mm-mm. but i know personally i don't want to play gigs in my 70s if i'm playing it's because i want to play not because right. i need to pay this bill respect to those who do because i I'm, I'm 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 with you i'm with you on that one. You know what i'm saying like i don't i don't want to i don't i'm i don't mean to be disrespectful but i'm being realistic no, it's not, about it's not. I'm just trying. I'm trying not to. Like, you know no, what I mean? No, no. I'm I mean, realistically about my own journey. Well, it's a little you different I mean? because it, it'd be different if it was like, you know, it's a situation like uh, with the Rolling Stones and like the Beatles and like, right. uh, like those, they're the bands where it's like, yeah, playing, playing your gig at 70 makes sense. But I don't want right. to be a backup in black musician Work for at hire, 70. Hell no. No, no, no. You, man, you, nah. you no, no, that is 
and, and and you know me i say this all the time it's a roof to this i i say this to all people like this being a musician stuff i love it don't get me wrong but it's a roof to it and yeah. i'm not, i'm not good I, I i'm claustrophobic i got claustrophobia so once i feel myself getting to a roof i gotta do something different i gotta find something better and i gotta i gotta up i gotta keep leveling up and so this is this is why i'm saying for you to build this audience right right because because anytime you build an audience and you have people that value what you say value what you provide to them they're willing to, and you get them conditioned to be able to pay for that value right yeah now you are building something that can be a lasting legacy right correct it's, yep. it's so much deeper than than the, the talent and the skill level right but i want to say that to everybody listening to everybody watching if you're if you're an instrumentalist if you're a drummer if you're playing keys you're an engineer you're doing all this stuff like yep. build your audience build your build your crowd let me also say this get your ass out the states <laughs> passport like like <laughs> there are but i mean even your musicianship right no yeah like why are you only playing with artists in the states there are man there was this we was we was touring germany and there was this german band i can't remember that their name to save their life but there was this was this <laughs> legacy band that had been around for like 20 years mm-hmm. and they only played like in germany and some of the surrounding areas and it was like a 16-piece band and they pulled out like ten thousand people to this show and they like they was just Smack real tough. And some a, a few of the band members are from like New York. Wow. And they play in this band. Yep. Crazy. And they and they, you know, they got a place in Germany, they got their place in New York. And they're like, yeah, I've I've known some some people that play with artists in Korea. They play with artists in Nigeria. They play, and I'm like, bro, especially if you from the church. From the church nobody can play like you around this world absolutely nope no, nobody no has what you have that it's, is it's valuable honest. yes so take your ass and talk to these people mm-hmm. use this internet and and meet these people and go and play stop fighting for these little gigs fight i mean fighting for real like that's a whole nother conversation i mean fighting i mean like literally talking bad about people undercutting people that's yeah all of that and i'm like man why there's so much it's i'm saying especially for those of us from the church there's so much room for us we just have to go outside of this small market yes right absolutely we have to get outside of r&b we have to get outside of gospel how long has how long man pj morton been a part of Maroon 5 for 10 years. Yeah, and some years. people don't even know that. Some people don't even know that. 10 plus years. I'm like, bro, that man took everything that he knows from his time as a, as a, as a young musician in New Orleans and in the church and that's valuable for one of the biggest pop bands in the world. That's going to be touring for years. Now that's Whatever. a band you that's that's a band you'd oh, you be playing drums for at 70. People might not know uh, Buddy Strong. Buddy Strong's a keyboard player, right? Oh Buddy yeah, Strong, Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so Buddy Strong is with um, 
uh, Dave Matthews Band now. They've really? been with him for years. That's been crazy. Years. Uh, Chris Coleman is with Beck. I seen that. And you know what I mean? And, he'll, um, yeah, he'll be out there for a while. And uh, shoot, what's my guy? Bass player out of Philly. He also playing with Beck. So I'm I'm saying, y'all stop fighting for, for the these crumbs. gigs. For the because crumbs. Everybody, yep. everybody wants what we have. Yep. Everybody, everybody, wants it. every artist, every team, because nobody plays like we play. Absolutely. And so, like I'm saying from the beginning, get your business together, talk to these elders, pay these guys for their mentorship and for their for their advice. Yep. Right. Because, and I'll say this: I learned this recently. Mentorship is different than paying for advice. Mentorship is somebody that's there and they see something in you. And they're like, hey, I want to pour into you. They're invested in your investment. That's that's mentorship. They're investing yep. in you. And yep. they're like, hey, let me pour into you. Yep. And paying for advice is you saying, hey, you have this experience. Let me pay you for this time and for this knowledge. Right. Yep. They both are valuable. Mm-hmm. But 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 if if that person ain't investing in you, then you say, hey, you might not be investing in me yet. I still want your time. Let me pay you for it. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm saying, guys, get this shit together. Get your business together. Get your learning up. Learn this game. Read these books and and talk to these people. Get this advice and yep. go out in this world and make it happen. That's another thing. Like, my brother is my brother. A lot of people don't know my brother is Trent Phillips. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the great and, Trent Phillips. And... Everybody knows him, right? Wait, wait, hold on. Before you tell that story, I don't even think I knew that Trent Phillips was your brother until you like told me. I I didn't put two and two together for a while. Yeah, yeah. Because I had to get out here and make my way. Wait, wait. I think I found out that you and Trent were brothers when I brought up the TC, RIP TC, Thomas Clay, one of the greatest ever. But I remember, I think that's when you were like, oh, yeah, that was my brother's birthday. And I was like, wait, your brother, Trent, Phil, oh, my God. But continue about yeah. your brother. But it's, um, that, it's, it's, it's that, like, I'm a drummer and I don't have access to the stuff that he does. I don't play like that. Mm-hmm. I could. You but could. I'm self, well. I've, but I'm self-taught. And so that's not my natural way of playing. I don't have, I don't have a, I, I didn't have a drum teacher. I didn't have somebody to, to sit with me and all that and so i went fusion and i learned all this other stuff and so my approach is a little is a little different than the than the classic kind of gospel or calvin approach like my approach is a little different right yep and so i don't have access to um to the work that my brother uh has and does the niggas ain't calling me and so i had to get out here and figure it out (laughs) Had to. I had to get out here and and go and and find an artist that was gonna mess with me, that was gonna pay me, and go and do all this stuff. And you yeah. know, like that's what this is. Sometimes everything ain't handed to you all the time. And I'm grateful, right? That that I I'm grateful that my path is my path. You know, like I don't have I don't have like I'm I'm just now getting like mentorship, like mm-hmm. but I have big homies that gave me game like teddy 
Teddy gave me a lot of game. Aaron gave me a lot of game. Cora Coleman gave me a lot of game. Chris me Coleman yep. gave me a lot of game. Um, you know, I'm forgetting. Uh, Omar gave me a lot of game. Like, I'm forgetting a lot of people. Adam, shout out to Adam. Um, um, but right now, the only person that I could actually say is a, is a legit mentor is William Burke because he's pouring into me. Pouring. Right? But everybody I mean, else that gave me game. But outside of that, if I had had a straight up teacher, yeah, if somebody was teaching me everything, I wouldn't be able to move around the way I do. Like, because I had to learn myself, now I know how to learn. So if yeah. I get stuck, I'm, I don't have to call somebody and be like, how do I do this? I'm like, okay, well, I got to figure out how to do this. Or, mm-hmm. Like I got stuck in Miami because nobody was calling me. Nobody knew I played drums, right? Yep. In yep. Miami. And so I was in just Miami. like, yeah, in Miami. Nobody, get out. Like, yeah. The people knew, the people who knew, they knew it. They knew I was in good. In that area. In that, but yep. nobody who had the ability to call me for work or pay me was calling me, right? Absolutely. Because because I'm I'm my brother's brother but I don't play keys and so they just whatever right mm-hmm. and so I had to literally remove myself from that situation and go to a different market where I could make a name for myself to be able to play absolutely everybody not willing to do that you know what it's, I mean everybody don't see the value in that yep scared of the risk yep absolutely and so my journey is my journey and so I didn't so from engineering to production to drumming to uh I didn't have people throwing work at me. I just yep. didn't have it. And so all this I had to go get it every time. And so that's to. why I'm so that's why I'm saying it. I'm like, look, y'all, I'm out here, I've been out here, I know what this junk is, I've I've traveled the world, I'm connected to all these different industries and different markets. What you do as someone in the church is valuable around the world. Yes, it is. It's necessary. It's needed. Trust yourself. Trust God. Get out here and make this stuff happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. I mean, I wouldn't be having this conversation with you if I stayed in San Francisco and didn't didn't say, you know what? Nobody's coming here to get me. I got to go where the getting is is, the getting is getting. And that's where that's that was L.A. Because I remember what put what really pushed me to L.A. was the Diddy's making the making his band auditions that happened at center staging. And I remember being there from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for a 15 second audition in front of Nissan and Rob Lewis and uh, Omar, I want to say. But in my mind, what's crazy is while I was in that line, I seen the Eric Moore, the the stanley randolph walking in the cassandra o'neills like these are people yeah. who i did not know whatsoever personally but what's funny yeah. is because of me making the me taking the risk i can call stanley randolph i can right. call eric moore right now i've played right. in church with cassandra o'neill as my musical director the right. the one of the greatest female keyboardists who rocked with prince for years right. like but had I stayed where I was, not taking a risk and go and went to where the, you know, the getting is good, I'd literally be doing myself a disservice. And right. that's what I really want people to understand in levels to this. In order to get to that level, the first key to it 
is taking a risk because in that risk you may not know the outcome but more more than not you'll regret more not taking the risk than you will getting out there and possibly scraping your knee in life but not losing your leg yeah. because you can lose your leg staying at home of course of course you can lose i mean shoot a lot of people losing their legs staying at home that's why they still at home because they don't, yeah. they don't know they they don't they don't nub their whole entire inspiration of life to where they they don't want a wheelchair around in risk now yeah. and so yeah. man like i know you got things to do i greatly appreciate this i mean to be honest with you i might I, no not that i might i'm going to have to have you on again because there's so much oh, that yeah we we could break down and i want people to understand in regards to having people like you and and to everybody i want to appreciate this man so much because if it wasn't for him pushing me i wouldn't be sitting in front of you right now gain a person that's willing to see things that you don't see in your life and then not necessarily saying you know what i don't know i don't know about that sometimes the reason why everything you see in the mirror is so negative is because you're seeing it it's sometimes better to let people see you for who you are they look beyond the flaws and they see the better things in you they see things in you based upon conversation and just personality traits like yo i don't know if you've ever thought about it like you're you you i don't know what you see in the mirror but you'd be great at modeling or you'd be great at um you know just speaking to people or or giving people inspirational talk so forth and so on i mean shoot a lot of people are still hairdressers at home amazing hairdressers don't believe in it and some some don't have people really telling them like yo you girl you need your own shop or you need to go do something you know what i'm saying like get people around you that are gonna um challenge you and and they're not challenging you on something that they don't feel like you can do they really challenge you as something that they know you can do and i appreciate you knowing that i could do this and i thank you for your time i love you dearly man and yeah man we'll, we'll we'll stay together on this and um thank you guys for tuning in to levels to this podcast with my man mike phillips my first guest on season one episode one so check him out on instagram on twitter who is mike p you know that man he got he got the gems and um i think he's nice enough to respond to some people if you got you know if you got any questions or anything like that playback questions engineering questions md questions because he's always you've been an open book to me and that's another thing i appreciate you being an open book man for real yes sir you already know what it is indeed man well i love you dog and i'll holler at you man peace and with that being said i appreciate y'all just sticking with us i hope that all this information that y'all got today like helped y'all in some way shape or form um because it's the journey that really like helps us begin to understand the elements and the the situations that we're going through in our life and knowing like how to really look at them and say you know what i could do better with this or maybe i should try this or maybe i should uh, expand myself on this i ain't got to be a one-trick pony i don't have to curiosity uh, may have killed the cat but the cat had nine lives so 
why not continue to try certain things why not to push yourself and see like you know what yeah i may not have done this before it doesn't mean that i'm not i'm incapable of doing it because that from there you get to a certain level and then you level up from there so i just say all that to say i love y'all i appreciate y'all and if nobody in the world told you that they love you today i love you and i can't wait to see you back here with levels to this podcast y'all be good